0: Well, good morning welcome to the drive you guys it's 602 a.m. on February 7th it's Tuesday today and uh, March just keeps on going by but hope you guys are doing well I uh, hope you had a good weekend and um, uh, we're continuing on in Colossians and uh, I really love this verse in chapter 2 where the Apostle Paul writes verse 5. For though I am absent in the flesh, yet I am with you in spirit, rejoicing to see your good order and the steadfastness of your faith. Like, this isn't some weird New Age saying, I'm I'm absent, but I'm with you in spirit, right? It's not, it's, he's saying I really want to be there, I'm not, but in a sense i'm with you because i'm praying for you i'm for you i'm with you in all that you're doing and and that's essentially what he's saying right he's like i want to be there um i'm praying for you as you're there and um, again we're together in this we're in union in, in, in a sense and so I love that but again paul continues just to like encourage these guys right he continues to encourage he was such an encourager now there are times when he uh, was a debater when he was a bold preacher um he were there are times when uh, he stood up for his faith to the point of getting in trouble being imprisoned all that stuff right but he never ceased to encourage brothers in the Lord. The church. Other Christ followers. And so he was for people. He wasn't against people. I don't look at Paul and go, he was against all of this. And now he was that way. He had that mentality. He had that attitude. Uh, he had those uh, traits when, uh, before the Damascus Road incident, right, before his conversion before the Lord broke through um, his hard heart because you see Saul right which was his name before just on a rampage you only see what he's against you only see who he's after you see him fuming and angry and this is before Christ This was his attitude. This was his mentality. And he even says, after he got saved, you know, he's like, here's how I was. In the book of Philippians, right? Here's how I was. He was a bad dude. He was known for his aggression, for his hate, and loathing these Christian people. You know? And that's an interesting thing. If you look at Paul before his conversion... Saul, he didn't go around encouraging a bunch of people and also persecuting the church. He just persecuted the church. He didn't have anything good to say. He didn't have any uplifting messages as far as recorded in the scripture. But that's just, that was his mentality. That was his mindset. That was the worldview that he was working off of. So what happened? Well, listen, it all changed. It all changed when, you know, after his encounter with Christ, everything changed. His attitude, his worldview, his demeanor, the words that he said, it all changed. He was all about the gospel. He was all about letting people know Jesus died, rose again, so that all who sinned trust in christ for salvation be saved be set apart and continue on the road of god's will it all changed when he understood and knew the gospel because then he started caring about people when you actually know the gospel and believe the gospel the power of it you'll actually start to care for people love people see them as lost need to be found seeing them as blind needing to see it all changed when Jesus changed Paul's heart. So now as we go we're going through Colossians, it's like you don't see the aggressive, angry, irate Paul. You see a Paul that is encouraging, uplifting, Commending others for their faith, for their steadfastness, for spiritual aspects of their lives. He never did that before. And so listen, when we truly understand that the gospel is incredibly... Excuse me. Incredibly powerful and life-changing... And that the gospel can change the hardest heart when we understand that. We're going to look at people differently. We're going to treat people differently. Our outlook on others is going to change. It should change. Because instead of someone who, you know, bothers us or annoys us or I don't have time for you. Instead of that whole mentality, we should be like, well, how can I pray for you? What can I do to help you see the truth? You know, how can I come alongside you and, and disciple you and help you to grow in faith in Christ? Like, that should be our mindset now. The former is the mindset of an unbeliever, of a hater. We shouldn't have that mindset anymore. And if that mindset, if those words, if that attitude starts coming out of us what we should do is recognize it right away and repent of it recognize and repent because that's the old life that's those are the old ways you know um, that's not us anymore and that shouldn't characterize us anymore and so really that's why it's so important even as the apostle paul says like do some self-evaluation he talks about in the context of communion in uh, corinthians he's like Check out where you're at. Like, Check out what the Lord needs to get rid of out of your heart. Check out the attitudes that God needs to change in your heart. Quit being a hater. Quit being a jerk for Jesus. And start encouraging people. Get your mind off of yourself and look to others. And lift them up. You're not here for you. Love others as you love yourself. That doesn't mean focus on yourself most of your life. And then if you have time look to others help others pray for others no the apostle Paul is like the one of the prime examples you know of a, apart from Jesus that just was lifting people up I, I believe I wholly wholly believe that the apostle Paul understood the power of encouragement there's power and encouragement because what you're doing is you're lifting people up and helping them to see beyond themselves you're helping them by letting them know hey what you're doing right now is the right thing. You're praying, you're steadfast in your faith, you're seeking the Lord. That's amazing. Keep going. Keep doing it. You're doing the right thing. Instead of saying, si- you know, and instead of staying silent and not encouraging, encourage. Don't stay silent. Christianity is not a silent, faith-based system. It requires words. And those words should be encouraging and edifying on a regular basis. The words that we get in our devotion time, and our time in the Bible, our Bible time, those aren't just for us. They are for us first, right? But they're not just for us. They're for us, and then they're for others. So today, even as you read the Word pray about and try to find out and keep your eyes open to see who those verses are for besides yourself they're for you you've taken them in, they've spoken to you but now it's like Lord do you want me to share any of this or even the principles or the ideas or the truths in here with anyone else today if so do it don't hold back Right? we have this one life (laughs) and live it for God live it for others and be an encourager Amen. God bless you guys. I hope you were encouraged today and praying for you to have a blessed day. Keep your eyes on Jesus.